Greetings from St Bride's Church, Fleet Street, here in the very heart of the City of London. We're delighted that you're tuning in to this podcast. St Bride's is one of the most famous and historic churches in London. Behind me, just over that wall, you can still see the remains of a Roman pavement dating back to around 180 AD. And there's been a church on this site since the 6th century. So it's a privilege for us to be keeping alive that tradition and the message of Christ's love for all here today. Do please leave a comment or a like and tell us where you're listening from. It's always a great pleasure to hear from you. And if you would like to donate to help support these online services, you'll find details in the accompanying text. And now may the light and peace of Christ be with us all as our worship begins. Jesus said, whoever receives one such child in my name receives me, and whoever receives me receives not me but him who sent me.
It is a great delight to welcome you to St. Bride's to our choral Eucharist on this, the 16th Sunday after Trinity. Wherever you are in the world, and however you're listening to us, we hope that you will feel that you are very much part of the St. Bride's family. We begin with our opening prayer. Let us pray. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, Jesus Christ, to save us from our sins, to be our advocate in heaven, and to bring us to eternal life. Let us confess our sins in penitence and faith, firmly resolved to keep God's commandments and to live in love and peace with all. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past and grant that we may serve you in newness of life to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
O Lord, we beseech you mercifully to hear the prayers of your people who call upon you and grant that they may both perceive and know what things they ought to do and also may have grace and power faithfully to fulfill them. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. The Lord made it known to me, and I knew. Then thou didst show me their evil deeds. But I was like a gentle lamb led to the slaughter. I did not know it was against me they devised schemes, saying, Let us destroy the tree with its fruit. Let us cut him off from the land of the living, that his name be remembered no more. But, O Lord of hosts, who judgest righteously, who triest the heart and the mind, let me see thy vengeance upon them, for to thee have I committed my cause. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
A reading from the letter of James. Who is wise and understanding among you? By his good life let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false to the truth. This wisdom is not such as comes down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, devilish. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder and every vile practice. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, without uncertainty or insincerity. And the harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. What causes war and what causes fightings among you? Is it not your passions that are at war in your members? You desire and do not have, so you kill, and you covet and cannot obtain, so you fight and wage war. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Mark. After leaving the mountain, Jesus and his disciples went on from there and passed through Galilee. And he would not have anyone know it, for he was teaching his disciples, saying to them, the Son of Man will be delivered into the hands of men, and they will kill him. And when he is killed, after three days he will rise. But they did not understand the saying, and were afraid to ask him. And they came to Capernaum, and when he was in the house, he asked them, What are you discussing on the way? 
but they were silent, for on the way they had discussed with one another who was the greatest. And he sat down and called the twelve, and he said to them, If, any, if anyone would be first, he must be last of all and servant of all. And he took a child and put him in the midst of them, and taking him in his arms, he said to them, Whoever receives one such child in my name receives me, and whoever receives me receives not me, but him who sent me. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The former Archbishop of Canterbury, Michael Ramsey, was an unusual man by all accounts. And one of his rather engaging and offbeat qualities was the wonderful and exceptional affinity that he is said to have had with very young children. When hosting visiting dignitaries and their families at Lambeth Palace, he would often vanish from the midst of the worthies that he was supposed to be entertaining, much to the consternation of his staff, only to be discovered in a neighbouring room, sitting on the floor, surrounded by the visiting children whose company he clearly much preferred. Despite being childless himself, he was one of those adults who do not merely tolerate children, they actively delight in them. Indeed, he was himself occasionally described as almost childlike in the simplicity and straightforwardness with which he engaged with others. And children, of course, know perfectly well when an adult is taking them seriously and really listening to them as opposed to one who is merely pretending to take an interest. And children themselves, particularly young children, can possess a whole range of qualities that adults lack. For example, as the parents among you will doubtless recognise to your cost, children have a disarming capacity to speak the truth about people and situations untrammeled by any sense of what one does and not, does not say aloud in public. One of the most embarrassing moments of my life occurred many, many years ago when we had employed a local electrician to fix a faulty light fitting in our dining room. It was apparent as soon as he arrived that he was not, shall we say, one of the most fragrant of individuals. And one of my daughters, still just a toddler, wandered into the room in which he was working and said to me in her best, clearest, and most penetrating voice, what a horrible smell. I think it's him. Try getting out of that one. For precisely that kind of reason, there are occasions when we can end up regarding children as being something of a liability, feeling the need to keep them quiet or out of the way. 
telling them off for doing the very thing that normally we actively insist that they do, namely speaking the truth. But it's worth recognising that there is a purity about their honesty and straightforwardness that we adults so often lack. There's also a wonderful immediacy about young children. They live utterly for and in the present moment. This can have its drawbacks, of course. But seen positively, the natural capacity that children have to do this is something that adults often lose completely. Because we can become so obsessed with our future aspirations or so fixated on our fears of what the future might hold, that the gift of the present moment passes us by completely. I don't very often find myself quoting John Lennon, but I do think he was absolutely right when he wrote, life is what happens while you're busy making other plans. And the other thing that, about young children is that they can have a much greater and more immediate sense of the presence of God than we do, which is why I never underestimate or dismiss the spiritual experience of children. We are wrong to assume that for the experience of church to be relevant to children, it has to be packaged as entertainment. Children are not only capable of far more than that, they are also worth far more than that. Some years ago, a free church minister of my acquaintance told me the following story. He was accustomed to having a long period of prayer and silence in the early morning each day, which he treasured and safeguarded as his personal time with God. And one morning, when he had family visiting, he was deep in his devotions in front of a lighted candle in his study when he heard the door behind him open and, with a sinking heart, realised that his little grandson had wandered in to see what he was up to, which would doubtless spell the end of his precious time of absolute quiet and prayer. But in fact, the little boy came and sat down next to him without a word, and the two of them sat together quietly for really quite a long time. Eventually, the little boy leaned over and whispered to him, Grandad, why do you light candles when you say your prayers? Is it to keep God warm? At which point my friend realised that his prayers that morning were actually proving much the richer with the little boy there. As some of you may have heard me recount before, my own personal spiritual journey began on a family holiday in Devon when I was six. I was taken on a visit to Buckfast Abbey and my six-year-old soul was just blown away by the place. I was profoundly affected by an astonishing sense of the presence of God in that holy place over many centuries. It changed the course of my life. 
never underestimate the spirituality of young children. In our gospel reading today, Jesus, having discovered that the disciples were arguing amongst themselves about who was the greatest, responds by placing a little child in their midst and saying, whoever receives one such child in my name receives me, and whoever receives me receives not me, but him who sent me. There is, of course, all the difference in the world between a faith that is childlike and a faith that is childish. And sadly, there are many kinds of religion that contrive to keep people as spiritual and moral infants, telling them what they have to think, denying them the scope to grow and to explore and to ask difficult questions, and in the process, also denying them the means to attain that true fullness of life and fullness of relationship with God that is theirs by right. Treat human beings as infants and they will never grow up. Conversely, we would do well to try and capture all that is most good and positive and life-giving about being childlike, which is, I believe, what Jesus was talking about, by which I mean some of those things to which I was referring earlier. A simple directness and a lack of duplicity in our dealings with others, albeit tempered by a more adult grasp of kindness and gentleness. That sense of the gift of the present moment, which we so often fail to treasure as a pearl of great price. That easy and natural sense of the presence of God in the most surprising of places. A sense of wonder in the astonishing gifts of creation and a remarkable capacity to trust and to be open to people and experiences. And it is with that theme of childlike openness that I shall close, quoting some words by the man about whom I began speaking this morning, Archbishop Michael Ramsey. Writing on the subject of Holy Communion, that wonderful holy, compassionate, and childlike man said this. Nowhere more vividly than in the sacrament of the Eucharist do Christians find, through Christ, an openness to the past and to the present, to heaven and to the world. Through this openness, the Christian is equipped to face the tasks of the present with realism and to face the future with hope. And thanks be to God for that. Amen. Let us now stand and affirm our faith in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, 
maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made, for us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. God of truth, you know all our actions, our words, and the thoughts of our hearts. Help us to be honest and open with you and with ourselves. Bind up that which is broken. Calm all that is within us that is troubled or distressed and transform that which has gone awry, that our souls may be filled with the gentleness, the justice and the joy that can be ours through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for our world, where so many nations are torn apart by conflict and so many peoples live in fear and in want. Living Lord, pour out your Spirit upon the leaders of the nations and upon all in authority, that they may be guided by the needs of justice, peace, and integrity. We continue to hold in prayer the people of Afghanistan. We remember especially those who have fled their native land in fear, those who feel abandoned and in terror for what the future may hold. We pray too for all journalists and foreign correspondents, especially those who take such personal risks to strive to give a voice to the voiceless and to tell stories that the world needs to hear. And we pray for all men and women of violence that you may touch their lives and turn their hearts. 
We remember all victims of recent natural disaster, those whose homes and livelihoods have been destroyed. And we remember the injured and the bereaved. We pray for them and for all who seek to bring them support and comfort and to come to their aid. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we pray for the worldwide church and for its leaders. We hold before you this church of St. Bride, giving thanks for all who have kept alive the flame of faith here over so many centuries. We pray for our staff and congregation members, for our choir and musicians, for Jeff, our associate priest, for all who join our worship online, and for those who live and work within our parish, as well as all who visit us here, whether as tourists or pilgrims. May all who come find this holy place a beacon of light and an oasis of peace. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the sick and the suffering, especially those from our own communities, those for whom our prayers have been asked, and those who have no one to pray for them. We hold before God any known to us who are sick or in hospital, and we pray for those who care for them. We remember those suffering from coronavirus, especially those living with its long-term effects. And we pray for those who have no access to the basic medical care that they need. Almighty God, whose Son came to heal the sick and to tend to those in need. Bless all those who are inspired to follow his example by committing their lives to acts of kindness and mercy, that through their ministry, wounds may be healed, spirits may be lifted, and pain may be comforted by love. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we pray for ourselves and for one another as we commit the concerns of our own hearts and the tasks that lie ahead of each one of us this coming week to our Heavenly Father. Lord, whose love is never-ending, whose compassion is beyond limit, and whose wisdom we can trust. We pray that you will refresh us when we are weary, renew us when we are tempted to despair, and strengthen us when we feel we have little to give. Help us to see our lives with the fullness of your vision and open our eyes to behold your presence in the midst of every challenge that we face that we may become worthy ambassadors of your gospel of peace and the promise of your love. Lord, in thy mercy, 
hear our prayer. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Will you please stand? Christ is our peace. He has reconciled us to God in one body by the cross. We meet in his name and we share his peace. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever.
It is indeed right, it is our duty and our joy, at all times and in all places, to give you thanks and praise. Holy Father, Heavenly King, Almighty and Eternal God, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. For he is your living word. Through him you have created all things from the beginning and formed us in your own image. Through him you have freed us from the slavery of sin, giving him to be born of a woman and to die upon the cross. You raised him from the dead and exalted him to your right hand on high. Through him you have sent upon us your holy and life-giving spirit and made us a people for your own possession. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we proclaim your great and glorious name, forever praising you and singing.
Accept our praises, Heavenly Father, through your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. And as we follow his example and obey his command, grant that by the power of your Holy Spirit, these gifts of bread and wine may be to us his body and his blood, who in the same night that he was betrayed took bread and gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup and gave you thanks. He gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. Therefore, Heavenly Father, we remember his offering of himself made once for all upon the cross. We proclaim his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension. We look for the coming of his kingdom, and with this bread and this cup, we make the memorial of Christ, your Son, our Lord. Great is the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Accept through him, our great high priest, this our sacrifice of thanks and praise. And as we eat and drink these holy gifts in the presence of your divine majesty, renew us by your spirit, inspire us with your love, and unite us in the body of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through him, and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, with all who stand before you in earth and heaven, we worship you, Father Almighty, in songs of everlasting praise. Blessing and honour and glory and power be yours for ever and ever. Amen. Let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body, because we all share in one bread. Draw near with faith. Receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he gave for you, and his blood, which he shed for you. Eat and drink in remembrance that he died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. 
we do not presume to come to this your table, merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in your manifold and great mercy. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under your table, but you are the same Lord, whose nature is always to have mercy. Grant us, therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that our sinful bodies may be made clean by his body, and our souls washed through his most precious blood, and that we may evermore dwell in him, and he in us. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, you have taught us through your Son that love is the fulfilling of the law. Grant that we may love you with our whole heart and our neighbours as ourselves, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, we thank you for feeding us with the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him we offer you our souls and bodies to be a living sacrifice. Send us out in the power of your Spirit to live and work to your praise and glory. Amen.
of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen.